You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum. I am an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. Today, we are continuing our chakra series, and we are talking about the heart chakra. And what I really love about this chakra that I've learned over the last while, especially spending more time reading about the chakras, is that it really is the center of the system, literally, and I feel like metaphorically as well, because it's what connects our lower three chakras, our human chakras, to the upper three, our more spiritual chakras. And just in general, it's how we also reach out to other people and to spirit. You know, the portal of the heart is said to be where we communicate with spirit and receive their energy and I think that is just a really nice center point to get to because I think which I think I'm going to talk about in an episode after this about the heart chakra um, what's important to me to point out is that for each of these chakras there are qualities that maybe are more like shadow qualities And then there's the light qualities, and I do like to talk about the light qualities, but each one, as you've noticed, I talked about how it might show up if it's not balanced, and those are like our shadow qualities for each chakra. And just like anything, it's not bad. It's just something that we have to sometimes accept that we are more likely to dip into those energies once in a while, but that also can be said about the heart chakra, and I feel like when we talk about the heart chakra we can talk very much about this love and light which is essentially what the heart chakra is all about but i think that some of the things that i'm going to talk about in blocks i i also just want to say up front that i think there's also the shadow side and for me the the biggest thing that has been coming up around the heart chakra is grief And so I am not going to put it in this episode. I want this one to be more of like the other ones, more upbeat. And we do have a beautiful interview with Amanda who talks about Reiki and self-love in her episode. But mine's going to be as usual, as you might have guessed from all of my past episodes on processing endings and um, rebirth. It's going to be a little bit darker, so you can feel free to skip that one, but I feel like it will be beneficial. I'll do a disclaimer at the beginning with anything I'm going to talk about, and you can decide from there. Anywho, with the heart chakra, it makes sense that it's, of course, aligned with our actual physical heart, except that it's in the center of our chest in alignment with the spinal column. Because if you remember, they're all connected in that one line. And it is something that rules over our heart, circulatory system, our lungs, shoulders, arms, and hands. And what it shows up for in our life is love, relationships, connection, 
forgiveness, self-love, compassion, healing, kindness, empathy, patience. And then it can also connect to the collective in a way, even though that's more like crown chakra and energy, but mercy and grief are also included here too. The color for the heart chakra is green. And you may find that pink, of course, is also associated. And this is because of that, like pure love. And I feel also like the divine feminine around the heart chakra as well. And things like rose quartz, which we're going to talk about crystals now. Um, rose quartz is something that um, is very good for the heart chakra and those energies and keeping yourself open to giving and receiving love. And some other crystals that are known are green ones, of course. So emerald, aventurine, green calcite, but also I feel stones from nature because nature is a big part of the heart chakra. And so I use tree agate and moss agate. And then there's also rhodonite and jade that are associated with the heart chakra. And then for animals, the traditional Hindu animal is the antelope. And then I also see the deer as being very similar in this symbolism. It's come up a lot around nurturing and a lot of like mother energy and just being very gentle with ourselves. And I think that is really helpful when you're thinking of like compassion or grief or kindness I think that's a really good example and then the cow has come up for me in similar ways so very feminine and maternal also protective but also another energy I feel around the heart chakra again that could be because I also have been thinking a lot about the heart chakra and the divine feminine and then the dog because dogs are the perfect example of unconditional love it doesn't matter what you did to them the day before, if you accidentally kicked them, if you know you stepped on their little paws, they're still going to be so excited to see you every time. And it's like there's this like memory erasing forgiveness that just happens so naturally for them. And so I really did want to include them as well. And then foods are, of course, your greens mostly. So leafy greens like spinach, chard, and kale, and then apples, kiwi, broccoli, cucumber, cabbage, asparagus, grapes, and peas. So, you know, basically if you eat your greens, you're going to be really connected to the heart chakra. I mean, there's, I'm sure some pink things we could think of as well, but I think we're going to stick with greens for this. And then for scents, um, cypress, Jasmine, rose is really big for the heart chakra. Again, this is also connected to divine feminine, not coincidence. And then there's geranium and lavender. I also, even though it's also connected to like the root chakra for grounding, I also really do like woodsy scents in terms of the heart chakra as well. I have a blend that is, um, it's pine and cedarwood. And for me, it's very soothing and I do feel it in my heart chakra. And I think too, if you think about like anybody who's been 
around Christmas time around a real tree or just like the garland or something that's like from the outdoors. It just has that warm sense of love. I can't even explain it. I guess it's just the same as if you're in the forest and you breathe it in. That's very much connected to the heart chakra because it's connecting to other beings, right? Um, and then for gods and goddesses, Ishvara is the traditional Hindu association. And then Kuan Yin is associated with compassion and mercy. And I personally feel like this very much embodies the heart chakra because it's what we need in order to move forward when we need to move through some grief or when we need to move through something that we've done that we feel we need forgiveness for and maybe we're feeling bad about and then there's also green terra which is related to earth and protecting the earth of course gaia and then demeter is also the greek she is also associated with grief and nature so not coincidentally both things that we've been talking about and then some ways that we can be imbalanced in the heart chakra is when we start to notice things like jealousy, holding grudges, and pettiness. Um, these are all things where we're not acting from love. Loneliness um, and a lack of trust can sometimes be also related here, especially the loneliness when we're not making connections. Um, this can be either from blocks that we have put up, protective um, layers that we've had around our hearts. Um, but it's usually from being hurt in the past and then not healing that. And then sometimes if you're really having a hard time around some heart chakra issues, it can be perceived by others as you being cold and distance and having like a barrier. And so, it can also prevent people from connecting with you, which then enhances the loneliness. And so it can be a barrier to intimacy and growth within relationships when we have these, these difficult things that we're not allowing others in to help us with. And then on the opposite side, it can also be something where it shows up as neediness. Also, it can be conditional love. So if you are expecting something in return, if you're not giving your love freely, if you're making conditions of how someone needs to behave in order to love them. And that's not to say that we can't have boundaries, like, and that we can't decide what is acceptable and not acceptable. This is just in general, if you're like, you need to give me this and you need to do all these things for me. And it's very like self-focused instead of focusing on the relationship and both people. And then like I've talked before um, about how grief and loss and heartbreak are all things that live in the heart chakra. But then when it's balanced, then we are giving and receiving love freely. We are making genuine connections with others. We're creating intimacy and we're really growing with other people because we're relating to them. It also means that we're able to feel whole as ourselves and then 
not depend so much on other people for our own happiness. And it can also really be where we show our kindness. And so compassionate behavior, um, really forgiving people, even when we don't feel they deserve it. And then that ends up being mercy where it's like your offerings, you know, to let something go when the other person really hasn't shown remorse, but it's really just for your own heart. And then unconditional love is the ultimate expression of the heart chakra. And when I was writing the post for this, when I did the heart chakra session in my um, offerings for the distance Reiki, I was typing it out. And sometimes this happens where I'm just going and not really consciously thinking about what I'm writing. It just seems like it's just making sense to me. And something that I wrote that really stuck out to me even till now is that open arms, having your arms outstretched to the sides is like a visualization of how that energy is embodied. And so you can literally do that to try and feel that energy, but it's also being vulnerable. It is being open to receiving as well as giving. And I'm sure we can think of a lot of different times when we've seen this in symbolic ways. And so that is something that I just like to focus on if I'm trying to put myself into that energy. I sometimes have been doing it to connect before my readings. And I think it's just a really interesting way of looking at how the energy might be physically expressed. And then if it, we want to think about how we can go about healing this, of course, our heart chakra is always going to have things that we're dealing with. So it's not like we're ever completely healed, but knowing what works for us is the best way to heal any chakra and do any healing work is to really feel into what feels best for you. And so for the first thing I would go to for this is breath work, which I've only recently been doing. I tried it a few times before and it wasn't really connecting with me, I guess, but um, breath work, meditation, sometimes group meditation for heart chakra can be really great because it's that giving and receiving. It can help you to open up more. Um, and then of course being in nature. So walking, really taking in all of the beauty and the smells around you. And you can bring that indoors as well. You can have house plants, you can have flowers, you can have a garden, you could, also just make your space really beautiful. There's a card in the Rebecca Campbell Work Your Light deck that talks about, I think, I can't remember which one it is, but it talks about devotion and beauty and how you can bring beauty into the world as an act of devotion. And so that can also be, and because I consider that card part of like the heart chakra energy, um, that can be a way that you can do it. If you don't want actual plants, you can just make things look really beautiful around you. And then that will make you just raise your own vibration. And then gratitude and acts of kindness are a really great way to start to tap into that unconditional love 
and gratitude of the heart chakra. And so gratitude can be making a list every day of what you're grateful for, or in the moment when you're feeling gratitude, really expressing it and really just acknowledging it and just feeling it in your body. Um, and then you have something you can return back to, you know what that sensation is. And then acts of kindness, just doing small things for people that are not expecting it. And then forgiveness. And so this helps us to release past heartbreak and hurts and even just past regrets for ourselves. And then something that I mentioned before is boundaries. And those are because our heart chakras, you know, we don't want them to be so open that we have no boundaries. And so when we recognize what our needs are in relationships and communicate them and then respect the boundaries of others, that is actually, in my opinion, a a heart chakra act because you're making sure that someone else feels loved in the way that they want to be loved. And I think that's really important. Of course, the love languages, I could do a whole episode on that and I probably will at some point, but it's really good to know how other people receive love and how they give love so that you can recognize when you're receiving their love and then you know that they will recognize your actions as love and then prayer and devotion uh, those are both things that are very heart focused when you think about prayer hands we usually put those in front of our our hearts in addition to acts of kindness i also wrote down acts of service which is one of the love languages but even when you just like bake cookies and bring them to someone. Like if I know some people like to have tangible examples and that's why I started thinking about this in a different way for healing. Um, It can be your way of almost like a peace offering, but like starting to connect and really show your appreciation if it's difficult for you. Learning someone's love language or just starting with acts of service can be a way to do that. And I'm sure we all know people in our lives that are always baking and cooking for us and like doing nice things. And that's how they are expressing their love. Right. And then something for different people that might be ways to connect through the heart chakra is through offerings or through their ancestors, any cultural traditions that feel really heart centered to you connecting to your guides and asking for their assistance. And then angels. Angels are all about heart chakra energy. They're known as like fourth dimensional beings and the heart chakra is the fourth chakra. So there's just a lot around angels and that would be like a whole episode. So I didn't want to talk too much about angels in this one, but they are definitely an energy of love. And so if you just call on your angels, you don't even have to know names just call on angel energy. You can start to tap into that really intense feeling of love. And that can be great in your meditations to call on these beings. So whether it's your ancestors, guides, angels, ascended masters, they can really help you to start feeling in your heart that frequency. And then you can start to recognize when it shows up in your life and start to realize what things bring you that gratitude and love the bija mantra or seed sound is yam and then the affirmations for the heart chakra are i am open to giving and receiving love i am inherently worthy of forgiveness 
Moving through grief expands my capacity for love. My humanity and divinity birth compassion. I am able to see the beauty in every being. I am worthy of unconditional love. And it's interesting because when I talk about this, I'm also thinking like with unconditional love. And I did talk earlier about how I sometimes think about the heart chakra in terms of like the collective and connecting to like unity consciousness. And the heart does actually have a lot of energy connected to that. And so when you think of like the third eye and the crown, that's also where we consider ourselves to connect to those energies. And so the heart really is like the portal, like the opening to that. And I really just want to say that like, I obviously, you have, we haven't gotten to the third eye or the crown, but they are all connected. It's all one system. So even if like I'm talking about a particular energy with the heart chakra and you think, oh, well, I really know in my body that I feel that in like my sacral, that's totally fine. Like there's different interpretations for everything. These are like general things because we all also receive our messages different ways and just connect to others in different ways. And again, have different love languages. There can be different ways to experience these things. When your heart is open, that allows you to move up into those upper chakras. Because remember, I talked about the, the heart being kind of like the bridge between the lower and the upper. And so if you're really holding a lot of grief or resentment that's something that didn't come up before that just came out now um but like those like grudges and things it's going to be more difficult for you to really truly access that crown chakra and third eye chakra energy you can still receive it it's not like you're never going to get there like you like i have a lot of grief work that i'm moving through that i'm going to talk a little bit about in the next episode but it just is something to point out that like love gratitude and joy are also frequencies of spirit and so if we can tap into those in the heart it makes it a lot easier when we get up to the third eye and the crown anyways that is today's episode and i hope you enjoy the interview with amanda and for those of you who feel uh, they have the capacity for a bit of a darker episode on grief and some other themes. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.